Greetings listeners, welcome to the Web12 podcast. I'm Raymond and today I'm here with Sneaky Snake. Hey Hello. Sneaky. Hello. So last time we talked, we talked about mercenaries. The first episode that we did on the IGL mercenaries. So it's been a while. Yeah. <clears throat> yep, I've been busy with some like local stuff and doing a lot of... Uh, I think I've done a few mercenary se- uh, seasons in between that episode and this one. So Yeah, yeah for sure. So yeah, and and yeah, we're here to talk about Varuna, and that's also been a while because the last time uh, we covered Varuna was episode forty-three, one hundred episodes ago or two years, and a lot has changed since then. Yeah, yeah, we've gotten a few new tools, uh, and then the fire team rework, obviously. So there's a lot of stuff going on for Varuna. Yeah, we got yeah. a lot, lot, lots to cover. So. Um, yeah, we mostly go and buy what's good, what's bad, what's ugly. But, um, yeah, Faruna, how's the general feel of, of, of playing Faruna? Has that, has that been changed, uh, uh somewhat? Yeah. Um, I'd say there, that it hasn't changed too, too much. Um, there's still definitely the, the KG, like, defensive faction that they've always been. Um, yeah, I mean, I've taken them to a few uh, IGL tournaments, uh, done pretty well with them, and yeah, they, yeah, um, yeah they've got a lot to offer, honestly. Yeah, because uh, yeah, they're they're the ones who introduced camouflage to the to the panel and uh, also the helots. Uh, so yeah, you could yeah, my 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 take is that you could still go very defensively with them with the helot militia. Uh, putting them out and uh, uh, and go, uh, yeah, sit with your snipers. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and let your opponent come over. Yep. Yeah, turn two is awesome with yeah. Varuna. Yeah, they're the the, yeah. the go to. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, maybe Alpha Strike Killer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they're not very good at Alpha Striking though. So <laughs> just make sure that you're usually staying away from turn one, but. but yeah so yeah what's what what's what's good in uh in varuna yeah so um i've split up everything into the the good bad ugly tier list that we usually have um my good section is going to be split into two subsections though um just the first one is the two profiles that i take in every single list Mm -hmm. um because i think they're just that good uh and then the other the other goods are basically just units that are always going to be reliable yeah um yeah so to start off with like the s tier guys um i've got the helots and the fusiliers yeah um yeah so you know fusiliers might be kind of weird up here um for a lot of people but uh i don't know i i love fusiliers i think that they're pretty slept on um 
just because they don't have all of like the crazy profiles that Guoms or uh, you know regulars might have. Um, yeah, but still super you're, you're you're paying ten points for a regular dude that has basic yeah, skill exactly. twelve. Yeah, exactly. And there have been so many games where like I'll have like just some random HMG in the fire team, or even just combies, um, and they'll just move up the board and shoot some guys, do some work, and you know they're always going to be a cheap, reliable lieutenant option as well, even though they're only whip 12. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think they have definitely a lot more to offer than a lot of people give them credit for. Yeah, still, yeah. if you fit them in a, in a link team, they get their plus three bones, so that's Blisk skill 15 for you. Yep. With all, yeah, uh, exactly. So, yeah, that's that's a, a profile, yeah, an amount of Blisk skill that other factions pay a lot more points for to get. So yeah, yeah, exactly, and uh, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to give them a little shout out. Um, and then the other unit that I was saying was like a must take in almost every single list are Hellots. Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know how to describe Hellots. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people hate going against Hellots um, just because they're so annoying to remove and they're yeah. really cheap. Yeah. It's um, yeah, like you know that you are getting hellots, but yeah, you also always have to count a bit because yeah, it's under a camel market, so it could be that the little nifty submachine gun kind of guy, but yeah. it could also be. Uh, I was surprised one time by a red fury and like, oh, I got four shots coming my way. That's yeah. not something I predicted on. <laughs> yeah, and like you can even it, it's so. The thing about Hellots is they scale with how good like you are as a player and how many times you've used them. Yeah. Like sometimes you can trick people by putting Hellots in really weird positions and you can make them think that it's like a sniper or something and they'll just end up wasting like tons of orders. Because like yeah, it could It could be the sniper, be, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It could be the sniper and that's kind of where a lot of the hellot power comes from is their yeah. marker state and the oh they could do blank to me um and that's honestly why i love them so much is they are the most like reliable mind game type unit that you have access to yeah um yeah i'm a big fan of hellots <clears throat> i used to not really like them as much but um the more i played varuna and like the more i've learned how to use camo um, camo state yeah. and kind of hide them from the opponent um, but make them super obnoxious at the same time yeah, th yeah they've done a lot yeah, of yeah they can get, they get easily be surpassed because yeah they're irregular so people are like yeah I'm, I'm gonna use this thing as an aro piece so yep. i'm just just lay yeah I'm, I'm just putting myself off off a few regular orders by going to something yeah. else but yeah that if if you can trick your opponent, that's where you get your 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 opponent is spending resources. That's yeah, yeah, and, and, and that actually happened yeah. in one of my IGL games, um, like with against Ape Strong, who is an amazing op opponent. Um, but he he had like a Surya on top of a building, yeah. and I put I had put my Hellot in such a weird position that he kind of convinced himself that it was like a sniper. Yeah. Um. It, you know, he's a very cautious player, and that was like a good move on him to like not take that risk. But it just kind of shows the power of like what a a camo 
or like yeah what a canvas state marker can do to people yeah and it's still nice to move them with the irregular order if there's no risk of discover being discovered right uh, yeah yeah you can still move them into a better position to be an aro annoyance yeah yeah and that's one of the uh, other great things is their irregular order is actually useful because of the positioning power that comes from like a neurocinetics unit um a yeah. lot of times you will end up with like an overextended tag but it just doesn't really matter as much if you're able to cover your tag with your helots and keep them you know safe from like warbands or whatever yeah yeah i, f I find them very enjoyable to play because you're thinking about not just straight up doing damage in your active turn but where yeah. to position them and where to annoy your opponent and where to be uh, get the best out of the neurokinetics and being as as reactive as possible. Yeah, uh, yeah. Honestly, I just I wish every army had helots, <laughs> but unfortunately, that's not the case. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So uh, I'll I'll move on to my second subgroup of of good units. Yeah. Um, these are just going to be units that are basically always good, um, or like you know they're always going to be reliable. So um, the first one I've got here is a cutter. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be I said, mean, yeah, that, that thing has, yeah, has lost, yeah, has lost me games uh, yeah, going up against it's it. Crazy. Yeah, mm. it it does. It's so it's so many points. You know, yeah. it's like ninety seven points and two swick. So it's not cheap by any stretch of the imagination. But um, man, it just it does so much for you. Yeah. Um, it's a safe tag because of its camo state or hidden deployment. Um, and it's got armor eight. Um, and, you know, it's also mimetism minus six. So it's an amazing reaction piece um, that a lot of people forget about. Uh, they they just forget that um, in a three wound armor eight mimetism minus six unit is just almost impossible to move. Yeah. Uh, and especially yeah. when it's firing... Those explosive rounds back yeah. with ballistic yeah, skill fifteen, you, you're like, all right, I can I can take on this tag <laughs> in the active. No, 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 no. If he gets the hit in, you're toast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's the that's the amazing thing is, it it, it does it do, has a lot of roles that it can play. Like it yeah. has the reaction and active turn roles. Um, you know, and then on top of the fact, or on top of that, it it can be um a massive threat on active obviously yeah. because you know <laughs> there's not really a lot of things that can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with mimetism minus six burst four and bs15 um yeah i mean like a good example is like phoenix who's one of the scariest aros in the game yeah um is you know he's on pretty bad dice against the cutter and the cutter is too but it's just kind of goes to show like you know even against the the worst aro in the game um and by worst i mean like scariest the cutter still is phenomenal yeah so yeah yeah it, yeah it, i love him yeah it, it's mostly you tell new players when they play tags is yeah they're very good and active so keep an order to uh, adjust back to uh, move back and put them into a safe position the cutter's yeah. not one of them they he can Stand wherever. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and the in the marker state also makes it to where yeah he's not gonna get hacked, which is oh man, that is such 
Such oh, a putting your cutter back in marker state is ace. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really ruins awesome. days. And 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 with the remote presence and having a an engineer closed, if you if you play it, I, I've seen players do if they play very coy, they the cutter almost gets an immortal status with uh, yeah. with the repairs because you can flub a repair. You have two uh, two states of unconscious, so you can flub a repair if if need be. Uh, and, and keep him still, uh, still fighting. Yeah, and I mean the the rem prez on every single like every single pano tag is is awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously because our our engineers are garbage with Web twelve, but yeah, the yeah, but, but they probably shoot the gizmo. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> you either shoot the gizmo kit, but if you if you use the whip twelve, you can at least get your reroll on your on your command token. Yeah, exactly. But with remote uh, presence, you can flub a bit. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's definitely the nice part. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. So that's the cutter. Um. The next one I've got up on on my list is a Squalus Mark II. Um. He's the new addition to the Ooh. roster. Yeah, because yeah. we had changes on reinforcements and now reinforcement units are coming into into the list yep. which, which was expected by the way but yeah yeah i mean and they added the mark two a long time like a <laughs> while before the yeah the reinforcements update um but yeah he is uh fantastic um in my opinion uh he's very like he's a very lean profile so you know, you're not really wasting a lot of points on like extra armor or um, like ECM, yeah. Uh, like the like the bigger bigger squalls does. Um, and he's really cheap. So the the NCO one with the multi HMG is the one I take the most, and he's only seventy one points. Um, he's just reliable. You yeah. know, BS fifteen tag with rem press tactical awareness. And then he also has multi-pistol plus one burst, um, which has come in <laughs> handy a lot of games. Because, you know, sometimes you just got to run up your tag and go Rambo. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the multi-pistol is really great for that. Yeah. yeah he's just a really reliable tag. Um, but he, he's not, like, crazy, you know. He's not, like, the cutter with the mimetism. He doesn't have, like, a an HRMC or anything. He's not special but yeah. he does his job super well. Um, and it's and easy now honestly. to run a two-tag list if you take a cutter yeah. and you put this, this yeah, exactly. 57 points for a tag. That's cheap. Blizzard skill yeah. 15 tag. Yeah. My God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I ran I ran the multi-marksman rifle in my in the most recent IGL tournament. Um, and, and it was pretty good. Um, yeah. you know, it's not like the greatest tag, obviously. It's only burst three, but it's super cheap. Um, and a lot of times you're taking so much other stuff besides it that if your opponent decides to focus it, it doesn't really matter if you lose it because it's only like 57 points and you've got a majority of your left, list left. So, yeah. And a lucky shot will take it out all at once, but yeah, that's that's mostly it takes a bit, it takes a while to take down a structure three armor six. Yeah, with yeah. Press too. Yeah, so yeah, they're they're awesome. Um, yeah, um, and then the next guy I've got up on the list is is uh, Zul Cobras. Mm -hmm. um, man, yeah, 
Okay, so I used to be like a big Zoo Cobra hater. Um, I thought they were like the worst skirmisher in the game. How uh, could you? Because <laughs> I know, I know my own faction. But um, you know, shout out to Maslow. He's helped me out a lot um, with like Varuna and stuff, and he kind of taught me how uh, effective like Zoo Cobras can be. Um, because you know, I used to think that. Um, Bruno is super bad at active turn and like they can't really attack into um, mill deployments and all that stuff. But um, after learning how to use skirmishers on active turn, just because of the, the Zulu Cobra, yeah, it's definitely been a, a game changer. Um, they've got, you know, all the stuff, camo, mimetism. But some of the, the big standout things about them is that they're BS-13, um, yeah. which is pretty rare for a skirmisher. Yeah. Like most skirmishers are either 12 or 11. Um, and then they also have breaker combis, which is very like weirdly good um, because a lot of units... So it gives you this weird armor cracking potential yeah. where you can like get a tag or an HI out of cover. And it's actually really scary for the HI because you could just one-shot them. Like, you know... BS 16 essentially with uh, damage 13 and then AP. Um, yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, if they're not the high quality heavy infantry with the BTS 6 or uh, whatever, yeah. they, they are up for the breaker. And yeah, it's a good way to kill bears. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and, and the, the killer hacker and the forward observer are my two favorites just because they both have the breaker combis. Yeah. But um, the Spitfire is pretty good. Um, you know, he's not a specialist, so I don't take him as often. But he can do work. I mean, a, a BS-13 Spitfire with Mimetism is basically always good. Um, <clears throat> oh, they're also Whip-13 uh, specialists, which I forgot yeah. to say. But, um, that is yeah, forget about the Whip-12. That's, that's a panel thing. We're Zulu Cobras. We, we train. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of games that actually does. I actually have had a few games where the BS, the B, or the Whip Twelve has, has been a, a big negative. But yeah, um, yeah. But they're they're super great profiles. Um, I've taken a few of the other ones, but um, I, I prefer like, you know, specialists on my skirmishers just because I like having the option, yeah, of doing classifieds or, um, yeah, button pushing or whatever. So, oh, the yeah. times when jammers were not, were were endless. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, the jammer I've, profile is interesting. Yeah, um, I've seen actually, I've actually seen somebody use the triangulated fire with the assault pistol. Yeah, um, it's not that terrible actually. It's it's pretty good, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's not a specialist, so I'm not a big fan. Except for the lieutenant option, that one is interesting to me. Just because it's a marker state lieutenant, but it's really, really expensive. So. Yeah, you have to set up for it, and it's pretty niche, but it's very handy if you can uh, get a triangulated fire off and just ignore every mod mm -hmm. that that uh, yeah circumvents you. Yeah, if I, I, I've 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 shot snipers from afar while they were minus six, and they were okay, they're in combi rifle range still, but I'm going to regulate yeah. fire, so I'm only getting this little minus three, and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there, there's not much else to say yeah. about them, but yeah, they're just super reliable and, and they 
they're they do a good job um at being a skirmisher so yeah um yep the next one i've got up in my good category is montessas yeah um man dude montessas were cool before there were all these two wound bikes running about but they used to be the only ones but um yeah they've got mimetism which surprises a lot of people yeah um even on their basic profile uh which is actually really interesting that's actually coming to handy a lot but these guys are your like alpha strikers if you can if you can do that with them um they've got a big weakness in that they're really fast but they are hackable um which kind of sucks because you know sometimes if they've if your opponent has a good repeater network it's going to be really hard getting them into the dz sure not over striking nomads got it <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah but they have a pair a paramedic profile um he's a specialist obviously so he's really really useful sometimes especially like against um or especially when you get those weird classifieds where you have to like shoot uh a med kit at the hvt <clears throat> they're really useful for those ones yeah um yeah it's just heavy yeah, but... especially in the in the late game when you lost a lot of orders that you have a a yeah a specialist that goes eight six yeah <laughs> just don't need that many orders to get to the button to boop <laughs> yeah and they're they're pretty tanky too they've got armor four yeah. and bts six um they're bs 13 obviously because pano and they've got really solid cc stats um yeah they're just overall super reliable unit they're also really cheap too they're only like uh, the cheapest one's 27 points which is yeah. phenomenal 29 for the um, paramedic it's nothing for yeah. two two wounds ballistic skill 13 mimetism minus three and then you choose yeah. to, to get a bit of cover or not depends on what yeah. you want to do with it yeah and, and you can again yeah like you were saying that the cover can be really really useful sometimes yeah. um but yeah they're super reliable um you just have to be careful against certain factions that have good hacking but other than you know in those situations you're you're going to be using them um to good effect on a lot of on a lot of maps and against yeah. a lot of opponents so yeah um cool and then the last last unit i've got in my good category is the kamau <clears throat> um yeah man the legends <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard about the the horror stories of N3 Kamau. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is one of the units that took a little bit of a hit from the fire team changes um, because you know they lost purity um, with Fusiliers. But um, I don't know. It, it just it doesn't really matter at the end of the day because Kamau's offer like the specifically the multi sniper rifle. Um, it just offers so much utility that uh yeah it doesn't it doesn't really matter that they're two less bs yeah. because they're so good um yeah the mimetism and msv combination is always going to be like a really good combination on every single trooper that has it um and obviously the kamal is not an exception to that rule um yeah there, there's a lot of like i mean i can think of a lot of matchups where I have to take a Kamau because it solves a lot of issues for me. Like Steel Phalanx is a really great example. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of where 
yeah, for sure. the, the mimetism and the MSV are just amazing against steel fans because you can keep them from smoking, you can negate their mimetism, and you're also keeping them from shooting you back on good um, good dice. And yeah, super, super great um, toolbox unit that I basically always have at least one of them. Um, yeah. But if it gets yeah. a hit through, it pro with the arm one, it probably dies. Yeah, it's... yeah, and that that's obviously their one weakness, right? Yeah, is the the crit mechanics of of today have definitely made them a little bit worse than the, what they used to be. Um, <clears throat> just because you know the as you were saying, it's a light infantry with only one wound and yeah. only one armor, so if it gets hit. The odds of you surviving are pretty low, <laughs> but yeah. His best defense is his incredible offense. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and you can you know once you can play Varuna a fair bit, you kind of learn the ins and outs of like okay, this is when I put my my Kamal standing up, yeah. or this is when I keep it prone. <clears throat> um, I know a few a few people actually run two fire teams of Kamals, uh, of Kamal multi-snipers and oh. like one in a core and then one in a Harris. Um, well, they, you know, they, they're, uh, wild cards, so they link so easily. Yeah. Um, which is great. You can just throw them in a Fusilier team and get the bonus first. <laughs> and also you've got like a paramedic in there as well. So you've got a specialist and yeah, I mean, I don't know. They, they just do so much work. Um, and a lot of you put out two snipers, you put out a few, a few helots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it feels like you your opponent can't do anything; yeah. they, they can't move anywhere. So, yeah, um, you know they're they're not perfect though. Obviously, like you're saying, they can get one shot by tags sometimes, or just like anybody with an yeah, anyone that they will, have to do have a, a real attrition fight against, they will yeah uh, yeah they'll probably lose. But you know, but they're still pretty scary to a lot of factions. So yeah. That's why I love them. Awesome. Um, cool. All right. So now we're going to head into the, the bad um, bad category. Um, for me, these are units that are sometimes good, um, but they're they're more like niche picks, and mm -hmm. I would not really recommend taking them all the time. Um, <clears throat> so for starters, I've got Patsy and then the Orcs. Um, yeah. So... Kind of just that whole conglomeration of, of HI. Um, yeah, they're really great um, sometimes. <laughs> uh, I think one of the biggest issues I have with, with orcs um, is that they get a little outcompeted by tags. Because, you know, tags are a fair bit more expensive, obviously. Um, but they are way tankier um, yeah. and they can't be guided, which is great. Or, well, like, I mean, they can be guided, but it's a lot harder to guide. Uh, yeah, with the ECM uh, protection, yeah. Right. And they're also um, structure, which is kind of a big deal because it means that I can, you know, if I'm taking an engineer, I can heal, uh, like, all my bots and then also my tags, but it doesn't apply to orcs. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, with all that being said, orcs are still um, BS14, which is really nice. And they can kind of do, they can fill a nice role of like, okay, I don't want to take a tag, but I do need like a brute force gunfighter because 
you don't have smoke in Pano. So <laughs> yeah. So sometimes you do just need to take it an orc HMG. Um, but they're, they're, you know, they're, they're solid when you do take them. Um, <clears throat> Patsy is a really interesting character. Um, she's definitely good. Um, there's like, I, I took her in the most recent IGL as well. Um, just to kind of try her out and she did really good in armory. <clears throat> she actually like decharged a sphinx to death. Really fun. <laughs> um, but uh, obviously I would not recommend <laughs> reliably CCing with Patsy, but it was really fun. But she is a, she's a, um, a character with forward observer. So she can do a good amount of class fights. Um, and as I said, she's got decharges too. Yeah, she, she's really solid. Um, oh, yeah, and she's got NCO. So there's a lot of great things about her um, that make her a super worthwhile character. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the fact that she is, well, she's not super expensive, but she's like 34 points. So not super cheap. And she only has an SMG, so. Yeah, especially if you go down for like the classified objectives uh, yeah. kind of missions. Uh, she can be very handy because she covers a lot of bases. Being a forward observer, being an heavy infantry, being an NCO. Uh, yep, and being a character. Being yeah. a character. So she can do a lot of those classified objectives uh, on her own. So uh, yeah. I find her handy. If, 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 you, if you have to go in those kind of missions, I bring her along. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and there are also, like, like I was saying for armory or panic room missions yeah. um she's got grenades and and smgs yeah throwing grenades um, at, uh, yeah at, at physics 14 yeah that's a good yeah, throw yeah too. If, in a, if she's in a harris it's great yeah so even if you got something has... close and out of out of out of range you can yeah at least throw reliably on uh yeah you get a minor a minus three in the end so uh on 11s yeah uh if you want yeah. to throw them uh, speculative yeah yeah and that, that's the great thing is she has, like, she definitely has a, a lot of potential to be super good. Um, but yeah. you just got to set her up for, for good missions and everything. So that's kind of where I put the, the orcs and Patsy. Yeah. They are sometimes good. Um, but in my opinion, they're a lot of times better better units for that role. Um, okay, next up, I've got Uma in the, the niche category. Um yeah, Umu's kind of weird. Um, she is She's always been weird. Better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she, she has always been weird. Uh, she did get, like, an update a little bit ago. Um, I always yeah. forget what her old profile is like, but she uh, has, like, C+, and Mimetism, and she's also a specialist operative. So she's got a, a lot of great things for her. Um, her FTO option, in my opinion, is... A little bit uh not it's it's not as good i don't think um just because it's really expensive it's 27 points for a breaker combi plus one damage which is good but <clears throat> it's not quite good enough in my uh yeah in my experience yeah um <clears throat> but her camo profile is probably the one that i reach for a lot more it's got an SMG plus one burst and uh, yeah. EM mines. Yeah. And it's a camo unit um, with forward deployment plus four, uh, plus eight inches. So she offers a lot. Um, 
the SMG plus one burst is really, really good sometimes. But she is 30 points, and she's also one wound, which is a little scary. Yeah, and probably they are um, on her own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, and, and she's got, like, climbing plus, so she can get out of, like, a lot of sticky situations yeah. um, because of the C plus. And uh, there's actually been a lot of games where, well, I haven't used her a lot, but when I have used her, she's been able to clear repeaters really well. Which is super nice in a faction that doesn't really do that yeah. super well. But <clears throat> yeah, overall, I would say um, there are some really good applications for her. Uh, she's probably a unit that could be always like basic. She could. Yeah, I, I feel like she could probably be in the good category. But um, just in my experience, I've never really gotten her to work super well. Yeah. But, <clears throat> you know, that's a. Uh, I feel like that one's probably up to more, so personal preference. Um, yeah, next up I've got Echo Bravos uh, for the niche category. Um, <laughs> so these guys are really weird. Um, I love Echo Bravos, but I don't know if that's because I like the profiles or the models. <laughs> um, yeah, Both are awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean... It, they have some really wacky profiles that are really interesting. Um, yeah, like you've got a paramedic with wild parents, which is cool. Um, and then you've got a boarding shotgun light rocket launcher profile. So you're kind of getting like the two forms of template, which is really interesting. Um, the hacker has a Panzerfaust, which actually I used in in one of the my games recently i panzerfaust or i put a panzerfaust shot into a suriot like Ooh. outside of its line of fire and oh, i just nice. blew it up <laughs> yeah and yeah that, dead that's monkey. Like one of the, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly dead monkey um but they 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 have that weird ability to come in and be like super clutch um but at the same time sometimes they just don't really work out um uh i used to take the boarding shotgun light rocket launcher one a lot but um i don't know i i kind of ran into some issues where burst two just like isn't enough a lot of times because you're either burst two with the light rocket launcher or with the the boarding shotgun yeah and while the the template is really really great um and it's pretty useful in a lot of situations uh, if a unit has like mimetism, it's really really hard to hit them. Like, cause you're on tens, and and only burst two. Um, yeah, so I just kind of ran into a lot of issues with that guy. Yeah, it can help really if 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 your opponent is out of position and has a lot of units stuck together, right. and you can come in right. from an uh, from an angle that he cannot fire back at you, but you lay a blast on the, on several units. So it can be yeah. a game changer, but yeah, the, the the situation has to be that way so that you could yeah. uh, use it to yeah, its full you effect. To, you definitely have to have good situations for it. Yeah. But um, yeah, but you know that being said, they they have a, a hacker profile and a, a paramedic profile for a pretty cheap price point. Um, so I yeah. I like using them every once in a while, um, especially in classified missions. Yeah. They can they can drop in on the side of the board and just control an HVT or like use 
the hacker profile to get telemetry. So yeah, there's a lot of really, really great applications for them. Um, I've actually liked them more than I used to just because of this recent tournament. Um, I'm playing a list that has three of them, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty troll, but uh, it is really fun. Uh, I will say that much. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, that's Echo Bravos. They're great. Um, yeah, and then up next is the Machinist and Trauma Doc. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I put them here because while you do end up taking them in a lot of missions because of your, like, because of your, uh, you know, tags. Yeah. Um, you want a Machinist, they are yeah. Bad. Yeah, yeah, they, they're pretty bad. So uh, they are, you know, they cost 15 points, both of them. Or, well, the Trauma Doc is, is 14, but but they're, they're at 12. Um, and I know, like, a lot of people will say, like, oh, well, it's only a 5% difference. But I don't know. Maybe no, no, it's, it's all the difference. Game. It's all the yeah, difference. Yeah, it is all the difference. <laughs> uh, sometimes the Whip 12 really gets to you, and you're like, ah. Uh, Man, if only it was whip thirteen or like fourteen. So, um, you know, they're super useful. Obviously, they're your like basic engineers and doctors, and they're they're uh, going to be taken in a lot of lists. But I didn't say that I have to like taking them. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're they're they do their job. Um, that's basically all I have to say. Uh, actually, okay, I I will put a little caveat here. So the the Varuna machinist is AVA two, which is pretty nice. Um, that's actually coming to hand, come in handy a lot, where you need like maybe maybe you just need an extra engineer for like a mission or something. Um, you got two tags and, and you all, want one close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You um, want to do it with also, <laughs> Yeah. Well, and and the other thing is the Varuna division machinist has mimetism minus three which is actually pretty useful sometimes um the mimetism makes it like a decent gunfighter um even though it just has a combi well yeah i, I could go into why i love combis but <laughs> um yeah the the mimetism minus three is pretty great um and it's only two two more points so you're not really paying that much for it and it is a decent gunfighter. Um, and you can put them in a Kamau link team, which is really nice because, you know, you can just roll the Kamau team up the board and do whatever classifieds or missions you need to with the engineer. So he's not bad. Um, nice specifically to the, yeah, specifically the Varuna one because um, of the mimetism is, is yeah, pretty Yeah, that decent. makes it huge. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's all I've got. Uh, really to say about them they're they're decent but um yeah and then the next one is uh crockman for the niche category um yeah um crockman are really interesting they're they're not that expensive um <clears throat> i mean i guess compared to compared to trinitarians they're they're expensive but yeah um, but the trinitarians are amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah but they, that's the first time weird... that Corvus Belly thought, yo, just Trinitaries. Yeah, let's not put them in the vanilla because they're too good. Yeah. Yeah, because they're <laughs> too gay. Yeah. No, I, 
I mean, I think that's probably a big issue with Crocman is uh, you play like MO and you get used to Trinitarians and then you come to Crocman and their specialist profile is like, uh, it's like seven, I think it's eight points more. So it's just, yeah, um, it's not quite as ideal, but um, you know, they are still hidden deployment um yeah like units that can do their job pretty well uh the two that i take them well the three actually i take a lot are the the multi-sniper the hacker and the fo mm -hmm. um <clears throat> the multi-sniper i've gotten really used to because of mo i used to play trinitarians and snipers a lot um and i i, I use them a lot and varuna mm -hmm. um yeah, I, I don't know. I think in, in conjunction with um, Helots, they have a lot of pressure that they can apply. Um, they can create some really, really, uh, like, sticky situations. For yeah, your that opponent. your opponent's like, all right, I'm going to discover that Helot, I'm going to fight that Helot, I'm going to do that, and then yeah. all of a sudden, also the yeah. sniper appears. Yeah, exactly. And and they kind of have that that, like, surprise factor of... Oh, you have a multi sniper with Mimitz's minus six that is like way outside my good range bands. And um, if you can kind of pull that maneuver and kind of catch somebody um, off guard, they're, they're really, really good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I take the, the hacker one sometimes just for classified missions because, you know, hidden deployment, infiltration, yada, yada, yada. He, he has got a lot to offer. Um, and then the FO is a really interesting profile. So they have deployable repeaters, um, and, you know, obviously they are FOs as well. Mm -hmm. So I've actually had some really interesting games where I've been able to use the FO on active turn to drop like a repeater in my opponent's DZ, um, and hack them. And it is really funny because most people don't expect <laughs> like most people don't even know that the deployable repeater exists on the <laughs> there's so many so, profiles to learn <laughs> yeah All of a sudden exactly the what you're making yeah. that up no well yes yeah. <laughs> this is really funny I, I like i think i surprised lobo once by it... dropping a deployable repeater next to his zeta and he's like what the He's like so confused because <laughs> I mean nobody ever nobody ever really uses their deployable repeater. But um, it have does you heard make... about the Peno hacking network? It's good yeah, that you exactly. didn't hear about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's kind of one of their weird gimmicks that makes them like almost really good. Is you can catch a lot of people off guard with the deployable repeater. Um, yeah, so they kind of they they make Varuna actually not that bad at, at doing the hacking game. Yeah. Um, so I really do enjoy Crockman. Um, <clears throat> and then last thing I'll say about them is they have Mimitism minus six and a combi rifle, um, which I love. <clears throat> As I was saying earlier, I love combi rifles. Yeah, and the so, next Pfizer. So that's... Yeah. You can take a bit of yeah, range they, shooting. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, you can you can range people with, like, on BS9, um, yeah. just because you're on... Because the X Pfizer makes it to where you're only on a minus, uh, a minus three, 
And actually, that works out to like 32 inches. I think if I remember combi range correctly. Yeah. So you can get some like really weird gimmicky shots with them sometimes. Yeah, because your opponent's getting my, I mean, there's a minus six to, to, to deal with. So it might be in your favor yeah, to do exactly. so. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's actually one of the the the, do, the things I do love about Crockman is the the combi rifle and min minus six is great. <clears throat> um, yeah, the next unit I've got is Bipandra. Um, <clears throat> so I know I was just complaining about like Tramadox only being whip twelve, but <laughs> uh, the cost of whip thirteen is a little steep, <laughs> being that she's seven or she's eight points more than a Tramadox. Um, but yeah, that's uh, what the, that five percent will cost you. <laughs> yeah, so people saying yeah, it's, it's only five percent, it's worth eight points, people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it is important, or else yeah. it wouldn't have uh, wouldn't be worth eight points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and and you know, I will say she actually does have a lot to offer sometimes. Um, she has a mana so pulser, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So she's got a template, which is yeah. uh, basically unheard of in Pano. Um, that's super rare. Um, that's that's really great. Uh, I'd say one of the her biggest strengths is she can actually link in a Harris with a Kamau sniper um, and a Fusilier. And, um, you know, having a doctor over a paramedic is vastly superior just because you have the you have the guarantee of a reroll. Yeah. Um, and also she's whip 13, so it's not a terrible, she's not, she doesn't have terrible odds to just pick it up the first time, but she does have the option to use command tokens. So yeah. I, I do really love that about her. It just does suck when you're, when you're uh, come out and everybody gets like one shot by a tag and you're just like, well, I spent 22 points on the doctor for nothing. So. <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but um yeah i mean she's solid like she she can be used a lot and um yeah i mean if i see a list with by pandra i don't i don't think there's anything wrong with that she she's pretty solid so yeah, yeah. um the next one is the the squalls mark one so he used to be in the good category but his younger brother uh the mark two <laughs> kicked him out yeah, so, um, man, I used to take Squallows Mark Mark ones a lot. Um, they're pretty interesting. They've got some gimmicky profiles. Um, yeah, they, I mean they ran NCO before it was cool, so they have, but I, I don't know. So they're they're just really expensive, um, like a lot more expensive than the the Mark two, and. They don't really get much reward for it, in my opinion. Um, I mean, yeah, they're 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 getting extra armor in the ECM minus three, so that's cool, I guess. But yeah, my yeah, my overall, regular Pano opponent uh, sometimes brings the grenade launcher and then starts speculative yeah. firing a nines. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's the thing is, I mean, like even the Mark II though has a grenade launcher profile, so yeah. They kind of suffer from out uh, from being outcompeted, but um, I don't know. I mean, I, I still really do like them. I think they're still really solid tags, and like if you're gonna take one, that's not that's not the worst thing that you could do. Yeah. Um, 
but they're just you know they're they're just vanilla tags they're pretty boring they don't have like much else to them except for their high bs and rempres but they still do their job very well so um yeah i mean there's not really much else to say about them other than they're reliable yeah, but tags once you start yeah paying those costs yeah maybe you want to either go cheaper on the squalos or just go a little bit more expensive and go with the cutter yeah yeah exactly yeah and that's kind of their dilemma yeah um yeah the next one i've got is uh i'm just going to group them the bullet here and the peacemaker so mm-hmm. <clears throat> as everybody infamously knows they got hit with some nerfs recently <laughs> Um, yeah, they got more expensive somehow. Yeah. Probably, so, I think I have to ask uh, Capri, our, our newest host, I have to ask him about <laughs> it because somehow the, yeah, the, the, the Spanish thought this would be, they're, they're too much. So what's going on in the Spanish meta that bulleteers and peacemakers are roaming about and people are like, no, give them, make them more expensive. You know, actually, I did hear that one of one of the the top players in the Spanish meta is a Druze player, and he uses bold tier. Uh, I think he uses bold tiers and peacemakers a lot. Uh. Um, yeah, so I think that's I, if I remember correctly, I, that's how I heard. But um, now, now yeah, the remember. whole world wants to know where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what the hell were you thinking? To <laughs> props to him for playing an NA two faction and being good. So. That's he played a, that one good. game against Guti- Gutierrez, and now we're having it more expensive. <laughs> yeah, now we have peacemakers. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I think they're they're pretty solid bots. Um, the peacemaker, uh, I don't like the peacemaker as much just because he's he's got a fat base, so yeah. can be shot pretty easily sometimes. I but like fat bases. That's my preference. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but he's it's pretty hard to hide sometimes. Um, yeah, but he does he does have a repeater, obviously. So mm-hmm. he he's kind of a nice network extension. And then on top of that, if your opponent can't shoot them, um, they have aux bots and heavy shotguns, so their life is going to be miserable. Yeah, if they do try to kill them, um, yeah, so they can they can their niche right so they've got some good applications sometimes they can but, they can really wreck wreck someone if they are yeah if you if you get the alpha strike with them and your opponent has lots of skirmishers you don't yeah. want to have heavy flamethrowers near your skirmishers yeah yeah and and honestly um yeah they've, they've got a lot to offer through that but i don't know i'm I've never really been able to use them to great effect, so <clears throat> maybe that's just more on me. But the Bulleteer is definitely a unit that I like a lot more, um, specifically the Spitfire. Uh, I have had a lot of games where the Spitfire has, has done some, some good work. Um, yeah, that yeah, guy I mean, can be a murder hobo. It's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, he can go on a killing spree for sure yeah. sometimes, especially... Especially paired with, uh, um, with the mule bots. Like yeah. if you're throwing the Evo, the Evo on them. Yeah, marksmanship. BS- oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's BS fun. <laughs> Min minus six. And yeah, he's fast. It, yeah, cool. six four. Yeah. Yep. Um, he the bolt here is not quite as good <clears throat> in Varuna as other factions because he doesn't get the the good link teams. But 
um, you know, that doesn't stop him from being a solid piece. So. Even though he's a little bit more expensive, he's still not that bad. No. Um, yeah, so there's not really much more to say about them. Um, they, they're cheap, swick options, I guess. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then finally, um, we're getting to the ugly category. Uh, I've only got two guys here. Um, so they're units that some people have been able to use a lot. Um, and But for me personally, I think they are just not that great. Um, or at least I haven't really found a good use for them. So the first one is Maximus, <clears throat> the new tag. Yeah. Um, man, okay, so... So he's got some issues. Um, I think the for one, he one has is, competition. Like mad. yeah, 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 exactly. So that that's his. That's one of his biggest issues. Is he has some stiff competition in the tag, uh, the tag realm. He is seventy one points, which is exactly the same cost as the Skull Smart Two uh, NCO. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and so, yeah, that is kind of unfortunate. Um, he gets a little bit outcompeted in that that sector. Um, he does have a multi marksman rifle plus one burst, which is kind of kind of nice. Um, he's immune immune to possession, which is yeah. also interesting. Um, and he's a good CC fighter, so he's got like a lot of things going for him. Um, I think his biggest problem, though, is he has a multi marksman rifle, which means that his eight inch range band is actually it's not just mediocre it's actually bad it's non-existent (laughs) yeah exactly and he doesn't have like a pistol or something to make up for it so that's kind of what i have an issue with is he just doesn't really like his kit doesn't really synergize very well um i think if he had like a template weapon or, like, if he was, like, the Squalos and he had, like, a multi-pistol, even if it wasn't plus one burst, um, that would still be really nice because it means he could get into CC range. But, I mean, you know, like, that's kind of one of the biggest issues with tags is, like, do you really want to be going into CC with the tag? Um, because they're hackable. Yeah. And a lot of times that's going to be like bad news for you if you're getting within eight inches of units. So yeah. Um, overall, it's not a close combat would... game. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's nice when you get into it, but mostly it's so yeah. situational. Yeah. And, and I mean, overall I'd say he has the stats and like, he, he's got everything there, but it just doesn't really, like in theory, he looks fine, but in practice, I just haven't really been able to make him work very well. Um, I, okay, I will say his operator profile is really good. Um, yeah, the multi rifle running around naked. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and he and he's actually a really good. Or he's like a decent specialist, but he is actually a, a pretty solid um, CC specialist, like outside of his hug. So you know he's got. He's got some merit, but yeah, overall, I, I don't, I don't really use him very often because um, I think I tried him a little bit when he first came out, but he just never really worked out for me. Um, yeah, and then finally, the last profile I'm going to go over is 
Um, Richard Quinn in the uh, haven't found a use for them category. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Richard is good, I guess. Like, he's got some good stats. Um, he's just kind of like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't really find a use for him. He's he's MSB1, which is nice, and he's BS13, but shock marksman rifles are not very good. Um, I mean, they're decent, but you pay for them, um, which is kind of a bummer. Um, in a Harris team, he can do pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he he's he's like solid. He's not yeah. terrible. And I think uh, I think in an other other sectorial or other faction, he would do great. But yeah. in the same price bracket, you can find Kamaus. You can find yeah. Yeah, like a Kamal multi-sniper is not too much more expensive than him. And it offers a lot more. Um, You know, you're getting like AP or DA or whatever out of it. So there's definitely, yeah, so he's, and he's also a Ford Observer. So, you know, he's a specialist. Um, Yeah, so all that to say, I mean, he's not terrible. And like neither, neither is Maximus. I don't think either of them are terrible units. But they just don't really, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. They they kind of fall a little bit too short of their their competition. Yeah. Um, and they they just yeah they don't really make it into my list ever. Um, yeah. I mean, that's that's basically it. Um, I will say overall, I think like most, if not all, of the Varuna sectorial can be played. Um, there's no bad units like. Basically everybody in Bruna has a role that they can they can function in. Yeah. Um, I think the roster size is perfect. Uh, it's just the right amount of units to where you're having all of your bases covered, but there's not too much overlap. There is some overlap, but you're getting like different skills and uh, abilities out of the overlap. Yeah. Um, which is nice. So. Yeah, I mean, I love Bruna. It's my favorite. Yeah. I, I mean, play-wise, not aesthetic-wise, it's my favorite uh, Pano faction just because it always feels good to play Bruna, yeah. um, especially because of the Hellots, because I love those guys. But Yeah. I, I mostly call them the, the high-tech Ariadna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what they are. Yeah. You can play some really great skirmish, uh, yeah. skirmish heavy faction or uh, lists and they can do um, really, really good. Like, I mean, a lot of people rag on Pano, but Varuna does pretty well in a lot of IGL tournaments, um, which I think is a testament to, like, how much variety their profiles have and yeah. um, also how how good they can um, they can project themselves. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, overall, great perfection. Yeah, because you, you can make some uh, interesting uh, link teams. Uh, yeah, yeah, their link teams are really solid. Yeah, um, I can go over those just yeah. really briefly. Um, yeah, so you've got their Fusilier fire teams. Um, this is going to be your your bread and butter, honestly. They um, so Fusiliers can r- link with orcs by Pandra, and then any wild card. And the one wild card that is most notable is the Kamal. Yeah. Um, he's going to be linking with them a lot. You could put um, a sniper in anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and 
that's something that I think is definitely downplayed a lot is how amazing having a cheap wing team is. Like just being able to throw Kamal Sniper into like a 22 point link team, you know, just one normal fusilier and then a paramedic. Yeah. It's just, it's so nice. Like, I mean, I don't know. I used to play MO and they don't really have as good link teams in my opinion. Um, but Varuna does. And man, yeah, it's a, it's a game changer. For yeah. Sure. And if you keep those teams cheap, you have, you got enough money to buy yourself two tags. Uh, yeah, exactly. And with their tactical awareness, you don't mind that their helots are irregular because the tags will get their own orders. So, yep. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, that's, so that's the synergy the, is very, very strong in this, uh, this yeah, army. Yeah. yeah. Like Helots in conjunction with um, cheap link teams just makes, man, yeah, it makes you, it allows you to take a lot more like cool units yeah. um, that I don't think a lot of other factions would allow. Yeah. Um, then we've got the Kamal Fire teams. Um, yeah, these are solid. Uh, I don't ever run core Kamal Fire teams. Um, just you know, personally, I'm not like a big fan of like pure linked MI cores. I think they're just way too cheap or uh, not cheap, way too fragile. Um, like some some weirdo with a template will just walk up and like yeah, chain rifles will do a lot of harm right. to something yeah. that you played. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's kind of the unfortunate One third of your factor. army. Yeah, um, they like. As much as a BS sixteen Kamal is is nice, like yeah, it's not really worth it's not really worth it in my opinion. Um, yeah, the next fire team is the orc fire team. Um, yeah, I mean I take orc fire teams sometimes, um, especially if you good. fight for an objective room. Then it's yeah. nice to have a bit of uh, clunky dudes that can do- go through a door. <laughs> yeah. No, I for sure take them into armory missions. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, orcs are, as they're saying, orcs are good. They, they've got niche application. Um, I I think I, I've taken a core of orcs before in Varuna um, just because Patsy gives you that extra, like, push um, with her NCO order and being such a good character. Um, and to have an orc yeah. Feuerbach... With yeah, explosive, yeah. two rounds. Yeah, you could win the firefight. Yeah. But if you lose, you die. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially on reactive, though. Like, yeah. BS-17 with two wounds is <laughs> nice. Um, a lot of people kind of, you know, it's not, it's not for a lot of people, it's not the, the scariest fight. But um, it does definitely make them think twice about yeah, making making that sacrifice. Like so. like how Rock Control says, it's a risk the game, and do you take that risk? Uh, like you got exactly. the better odds, but if the orcs hits with an explosive round, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, and the BS seventeen is like a big like mind yeah. game of, well, I could just die. <laughs> yeah, because like BS seventeen is actually pretty high. So yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of the orcs, um, but. Yeah, their their core team is okay. It's got some good application, but uh, and then we've got the cavalry fire teams. Um, I don't really ever run these. Um, I'm not like a big duo duo guy. I mean, I I do enjoy duos sometimes, but um, yeah, I don't see a lot of usefulness in linking Montessas and Squallows. 
Yeah, it's, it's um, probably fun to take two Squallows, MK2s, uh, if you have a two-tag list. Just launch yeah. them forward with their tactical awarenesses, moving them both uh, ahead. Yeah, no, and, and the tactical awareness is, is great for that, yeah. for sure. Um, but I just never really... Yeah. I don't know. I never really found a use for the, the duos. I mean, like, NCA can duo an engineer with their squalos now, which yeah. is pretty great. But, yeah. But overall, I mean, you know, these are fine fire teams. Like, if you want to use the duo, go ahead. They're they're useful. You're getting order efficiency, so that's nice. Um, yeah, and then you've got a whole bunch of wild cards. You've got Patsy, Kamal, Quinn, Clipper, and Uma. Um, yeah, they're, they're all, like, decent wild card units um the kamal as i've noted a few times is yeah. is the best of the wild cards um i've used the clipper in a fuselier team before it's uh interesting um i mean i i don't know like if you want to use it like it's it's not bad it, it's a cheap missile launcher that um will blow people up for sure yeah um but it's also not pure, so eh, you know it, it, it's it's okay. Um, but overall, yeah, um, the link teams are really great. Um, having wild card Kamals and cheap Fusilier link teams is definitely like the highlight of the sectorial. Yeah, um, and yeah, it, it makes the it definitely makes the efficiency of everything just come together. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, overall, though, um, I love Varuna. I've, yeah. I've played them a lot in local tournaments and on IGL. Um, they're probably my favorite faction. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I wish MO was better because I like their aesthetic <laughs> more. But, but Varuna is super cool. They have really, really awesome units and uh, models. Like, their models are amazing, in my opinion. Um, and, yeah, overall... Yeah, I, I love them. They're like they're like home for me. So yeah, yeah. And if yeah, what, what, if if someone needs to fight against Faruna, what do you uh, tell them they should do to break down a Faruna uh, Faruna army? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that, that's a good question. I mean, I would say that um, like warbands. So warbands are really interesting into uh, Varuna. A lot of um, so basically every single pa uh, Panos sectorial is going to struggle with uh, warbands because we just don't really have any templates, and so that kind of means a lot of warbands can just walk through your DZ un unharmed, um, which kind of sucks. Yeah. But um, yeah, so Varuna can deal with them pretty well, like via Hellots. Yeah. But I will say there are a lot of cases where um like smoke definitely ruins a lot of the the varuna caginess because you know if you can't shoot a unit like you lose a lot of your value yeah. on hellots so smoke throwers are definitely a huge problem into varuna um that's like one of the biggest reasons why the kamal sniper is like essential. almost this yeah yeah almost essential is because a lot of times your hellots will get smoked out, and so you you need you need another unit that's going to be able to defend your DZ. Um, yeah, I would say like hacking. 
Um, hacking is an interesting part. Um, it, it's really good against tags, and you can you can definitely like, yeah. I mean, a, a big issue with Pano is your tags are whip twelve. So if they get isolated and immobilized, they actually get bricked. Yeah, they can't, you can't ever get those. Yeah. Yeah, and so if you manage to actually kill their the engineer and then also brick the tag, you've just cut out like 80 something points yeah. um so that's a huge huge weakness um like hacking can really really ruin a Faruna player's yeah. day um and i'd say the last thing the last notable aspect of um Varuna, like a bad Varuna matchup is definitely null deployments um yeah like we have montessas and and echo bravos and zoo cobras but a lot of these units take um, tons of orders to get into the DZ. Um, like, you know, Montessas are hackable, so they're going to lose out on a lot of momentum because of that. Um, and then uh, Zoo Cobras and Echo Bravos are just hard to get into the DZ sometimes. Yeah. And so if you actually take, if you take deployment from um of a Runa player it's definitely going to hamper their game plan a little bit yeah just because yeah because varuna is just such a it's such a uh second turn faction like you want to force your opponent to overextend you want to um you want to like draw them out of their dz and then strike back um but you don't want to be going into the DZ because it's it's really inefficient for you. Yeah. Um, but you know, like you can clear AROs and you can control the map and everything. So there there's obviously like negatives and positives to to going first turn. But yeah, yeah. I would say forcing Verena players to go first turn is um, it's definitely going to work out. Yeah, that's not what we want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean. There have definitely been a lot of matches where my opponent chooses deployment, and I just take second turn. Like yeah. I just bite the bullet and take the the double negative because it's just so much more worth it for me to be able to force my opponent to overextend and um, yeah, and and just win through that. Um, but yeah, yeah, that that's a that's a good question. Right. Nice. Thanks. Yeah. It- yeah, lovely, uh, lovely uh, covering of of, of Runa. I, uh, it starts to tingle because last it, it's been a few years since I've played Faruna for the last time, and I know <laughs> I, I I know I picked up Faruna when they first came out and uh, had a long uh, uh, long time with them. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, I think I'm gonna pick them up again, especially with. Let's uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I painted awesome. that new con- cutter uh, recently, so yeah. Oh yeah, man, that's one should of my give, favorite models. Should I give it a drive, cutter. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The cutter is definitely probably one of the one of the main reasons why I love um, Varuna so much. I love like I love 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 tags, yeah. um, and I love like painting tags. And the cutter model is amazing, and the <laughs> the profile is amazing. So yeah. That's one of my biggest, uh, one of the biggest reasons why I love. Yeah, that. and probably if you if you're spending your your points on cheap Kamau, you, Kamau and Elots, you 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 have you have the money to uh, 
you have to yeah. the points to uh, to to buy yourself a cutter and uh, go ham. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Any any cool. any last uh, last things uh, last thoughts on uh, on Varuna? Um, I mean, no, I, I think we covered it pretty well. Um, awesome. I will say, uh, don't forget about tech bees and war cores. Um, you know, sometimes they can be really really useful um, as just like really weird arrow pieces but <laughs> yeah but yeah overall it's a flash pulses can ruin anyone's day that's oh yeah yeah <laughs> for sure we do we do love how flash pulses can can uh swing the tide of a game yeah um but yeah overall it's great faction if you like um defensive um like if you like defensive factions or you like super uh technology-based tags like the cutter um yeah that, that they're definitely the the best faction for you um and yeah i mean overall i think they 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 have a lot of units in every single category mm -hmm. that do a good job at what they um at like shooting because that's really all that panda does but um yeah they're, they're super fun I, I really like them yeah great 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 well sneaky uh, Snake, uh, it was a pleasure to have you on, and uh, thanks for uh, for com contributing to the community and put ourselves on uh, uh, so that we know that one when we play Faruna, we might <laughs> encounter <laughs> a Crocman with a deployable repeater. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is a profile that exists. <laughs> yep, it will surprise you for sure. <laughs> yeah, thank th thanks for coming on. <laughs> yeah, no problem. It was a pleasure. Uh, any shout outs you like to make? Oh yeah. Um yeah, I would have loved to shout out uh Maslow. He was kind of my Varuna mentor. Um mm. he definitely taught me like a lot of the cool tricks and um he definitely made me love like Kamaos and, and Zul Cobras, so um big shout out to him. Yeah. Uh great, yeah, Maslow, yeah. It's uh been a while since I played against him, but uh, yeah, he knows his stuff. Well, uh, thanks again. And uh, listeners, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we see you all next time.